Proudly presents Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Here's Rapid on Racing. Good evening and welcome to Rappin' on Racing, April 18, 2022. I hope our listeners had a wonderful Easter and Passover. Tonight's guests include Jennerstein Speedway General Manager Bill Rebar, former ASA champion and asphalt late model driver Travis Fisher, drag racing reporter Tom Lang, pro stock driver Brett Hutera, Tyler Harris has a nice interview with hobby stock driver Cody Tokarski. And Lenny Batiki spoke to Megan Irwin, the Farmer City Raceway track champion and the first female to ever win at Bristol Motor Speedway. Also want to remind you, Jennerstown Speedway wants you to help the track and community win up to $50,000 in the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series. For more information, go to Jennerstown Speedway's Facebook page and find out how you can vote. We hope you enjoyed tonight's program. This is the Banker Bob Thought for April 18th, 2022. When people use the term the other day, it could be any time between yesterday and 15 years ago. This portion of Rapid on Racing is brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For more information, check out Jennerstown.org. Area Auto Racing News is a great way to keep up to date on what is happening in motorsports. Some of their excellent writers include Ernie Saxton, Joanne Davies, Walt Weimer, and Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. 
Subscribe now to Area Auto Racing News at AARN.com. 50 issues at just $60 or digital only for $39 a year. For more information, call 609-888-3618 or go online to AARN.com. Stay informed with Area Auto Racing News. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Hey, this is Joey Logano, and you're listening to Rapid On Racing. Listeners, joining us now is Billy Rebar from Jennerstown Speedway. Bill, how are you? I'm doing very well, Don. Hope you had a great Easter. I, I did. And you and your family? Likewise. Yep. Great day. Sun was out. A little cold, but hey, it wasn't snowing here, so that's a plus. Well, I'm glad it didn't snow at the swap meet. Let's talk a little bit about that. It looked like it was a big deal. Yeah, it really was, Don. You know, it was postponed one weekend because of the weather forecast on the 9th. It was going to be rainy and snowy, and we just decided it was better to put it off a week and take a chance. And Friday, last Friday, it didn't look real promising for a weather forecast, but we proceeded with it, and it rained overnight, and then it was really nice there on Saturday. The sun came out, and very, very well attended. The entire upper parking lot was full of vendors, a lot of uh, foot traffic coming through, and it was also a great opportunity that fans that were purchasing reserved seats were able to come out and purchase their seat locations. Uh, we had actually 12 people put in applications for the Speedway. Uh, we're in the process of hiring and a lot of additional individuals, you know, you got a lot of people that come back, but you have people that want for new employment, so it was a great opportunity to do that. But uh, the swap meet was a big success. It could have been a little bit warmer, but it wasn't a bad day at all, and it's something we're looking forward to doing again next spring. The best thing about it, I remember years ago, I went to one and I got a, a bell housing, a scatterproof bell housing, for about 
uh, 25% of what it would have cost if I had to buy it new. And I still remember that. And that was a long time ago. And guys that either don't need their stuff anymore or someone that definitely needs something that's there, it's a bargain. Well, what's great about the racing community, guys, even though they know what stuff is worth, they understand if they don't need it anymore, if they're not going to use it, they help somebody else out. They can use it. And with the social media age and the Internet and everything else that we have at our fingertips, it's made it even easier to do that. Uh, but it's not the same as doing it in person. And you're never going to beat Larry Heminger to a deal. I think he uh, probably bought more items than anyone there. And Larry's tendency is he scoops them all up, and then he gives them away to everybody that needs them when he needs them. So uh, he's continuing the good, compassionate way of, you know, buying at the swap meet and passing the savings along. Hopefully you didn't have a problem finding a place to park. No, no. We were pretty good on parking. Uh, it wasn't like the registration banquet the week before where it was full, but we had a little bit more room. So he didn't have to park. And I think he knew someone there that, you know, he got preferred parking. You think? <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk about your practice schedule. Yep. So the practice day schedule officially got posted here earlier today. Uh, it will be the same schedule for both April 23rd and the 30th. I did cheat and look ahead at the weather forecast, and I'm seeing a low of 57 and a high of 77, which will probably want to be one of the warmest days of the year so far. So really excited to see that forecast, uh, even at those temperatures. In the event we would get a passing shower, not a problem to drive the speedway. So excited to see that. Uh, the full schedule is posted on social media as well as the website. The pit gates will open at 9 a.m. at 9.30. Safety inspection will begin for all drivers, which is very important this year, Don, because in order for anyone to purchase tires, they must have a race car at the property that is safety inspected and race ready. Uh, you know, in years past, anybody could show up. They weren't quite done and purchased tires. We alluded to the tire situation last week on the show. Unfortunately, it's plaguing America uh, with everything in the supply chain, and we're going to stick to our guns, and there are no exceptions to this. You can't bring a car up that doesn't have a motor. You can't bring a car that's been sitting. It has to be race-ready, participating in practice in order to purchase tires to protect the investments and time of those that are ready. Um, at this time, we feel that we're pretty stable in the tire situation, but we want to be proactive to prevent you know, in, incidents or issues down the road. So that safety inspection opens at 9.30 a.m. As the drivers go through safety inspection, they will be handed a ticket to be able to go over and purchase their tires. So, folks, there is no need to be there at 7 a.m. The tire barn will not open until safety inspection starts putting the first people through. Uh, and that'll the tire sales will begin at 10 a.m. There'll be a driver's meeting for all drivers at 11 a.m., and it's something that I know you really like, Dawn. We've been doing it for the last five or six years, and it works out really well. And it's going to be very crucial this year in some divisions, including the Somerset Trust Company Fast and Furious Ford, is the rookie practice session from 12 to 1. Um, we have seen a surge in rookies that are registered for the Somerset Trust Company Fast and Furious Ford. So it's a little extra time. For those drivers to be able to go out on their own, not have to be constantly looking in their mirror to see what's coming up from behind them, uh, to get their feet wet and get comfortable in their race cars. 
That's an excellent idea. Just one of the many excellent ideas that you have, and I've said it before, people are tired of hearing it. You always are one step ahead of everybody else and thinking outside the box. I think that's why Jennerstown is doing so well. Well, and I will give you the same rebuttal I give every time you pay me a compliment. I'm just a small part of a really great team, but some of these ideas are just a collective group of we all get in the same room together and we think of things. Um, and, you know, we were in a meeting not too long ago, and Eric Kern, who's going to be helping Mike Bellardi out on the pit dirt stand this year, he said, hey, we need to make bigger stencils for these pit stalls. And that's all it took. So now we now have 12-inch tall numbers in all the pit stalls. So we'll, up in the tower, we'll be able to see the pit stall numbers if there's open pit stalls or where someone's pitted. Um, just got such a great group of people, and we're trying to be as open-minded as we can. And we take every suggestion and compliment and even uh, – complaint the heart and we try to improve on that like the ladies that wanted the mirror changed it was exactly yeah. yeah okay um, bill um have we covered everything do you have any uh, closing thoughts oh just the one closing part on the the practice uh we will have continuous practice from 1 to 6 p.m we went a little later this year just because we will have all six divisions uh, anyone that's interested in practicing in the late model division for the Motor Mountain Masters can also participate as well. If the Enduras want to come out, we will squeeze them in and get them at least one or two practice sessions as well. Really excited to kick off the season, Dawn. It's hard to believe that it's here already. It feels like we're still in the winter months given the weather that we've had here in southwestern Pennsylvania, but I can assure you we're not quite there yet as far as getting all the signs up because we haven't had much weather to be able to do so but by opening day on may 7th we will be 100 percent ready to go and make everything happen well bill rebar excellent report i thank you and we'll talk to you next week as always dawn thank you and can't wait to see you next time this portion of wrapping on racing was brought to you by the jennerstown speedway complex home of the motor mountain masters for information about upcoming events at Jennerstown Speedway, check out Jennerstown.org. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. No one covers motorsports like Rapid on Racing. For nearly 40 years, Rapid on Racing has provided the best in motorsports information with knowledgeable and veteran reporters who cover all forms of racing. Weekly reports include local dirt and asphalt racing from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, plus the All-Star, Lucas Oil Late Models, NASCAR, Rush, and the World of Outlaws. Listeners get the latest breaking motorsports news. 
The show features special guests, local track reports, driver interviews. The host of Rapid on Racing is Don Gamble. A former driver and track promoter, Don brings a wealth of racing knowledge to the program every week. Rapid on Racing. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers competed late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapid on Racing. Fans, joining us now is Travis Fisher, the driver of car number eight late model who's going to be running at Jennerstown. Travis, good evening. How are you? Good evening. I'm pretty good. Billy Rebar gave me your information. He said, you want to get in touch with this fella? He used to race at Jennerstown well, probably about five years ago, but he's not happy with the tracks where he's competing now, so he's going to come back, and we're looking forward to seeing you. When did you make the decision that uh, you want to give Jennerstown another try? Uh, towards the end of last season, um, we haven't been there in, again, about uh, five years. Um, always enjoyed the place. Um, when they did change the motor rules around and went to the, the Rush Series, I mean, that kind of held us back a little bit, um, just coming up with some funds to, to get a new motor put together. Um, but we were able to over the winter and uh, really looking forward to getting back out there. Where do you see the place? New lighting? I mean, it's just every... Every year they make improvements, and you're just going to love it when you get back. That'll be great. Now, prior to driving, did you have any other jobs in racing? Uh, no, other than uh, helping my dad, you know, since I was a little kid. But um, no, other than that, that's it. Dad raced? Yeah. Yeah, my dad raced um, since 1988, um, and he ran all, all the local tracks here, uh, Evergreen and Mahoney, um, you know, multiple championships, and uh, also ran on the, the Modified Tour for a little while. Um, so it's kind of been in my blood ever since I was born. That's what I was going to say. It's in the blood. What do you like best about racing? Uh, for me, it's just the you know competitiveness, of course, and uh, just the camaraderie of everybody, whether it be you know just our guys or uh, just the racing community in general. I mean, it's like a second family. Um, everybody's there for the same reasons, and... Uh, may not all get along every time, but uh, for the most part, everybody's, uh, you know, very, you know, inviting. And, um, again, that camaraderie is, is hard to beat. That's a standard answer I get. And your racing family, in many cases, is bigger, other than your immediate family, it's bigger than any other group of people that you deal with. Now, you're, you're in a very uh, successful business with Plum Air, and you probably meet a lot of people there. But do you ever come across one of your customers that's a race fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've definitely, you know, had that. And those are always, you know, the sale calls or the phone calls that last the longest, you know, kind of going down memory lane. Yeah. 
Yeah, a little bit about uh, Plum Air. Uh, obviously, uh, heating and air conditioning. Just uh, some uh, thoughts on that for the fans. Yeah, so it's a family-owned business. Um, we have uh, about 50 employees now, two locations. Um, it was started back in uh, 1992 um, with one van, and again, you know, it's grown from there. Um, we serve all of, you know, Luzerne County, and um, just a good family deal. We had a fellow uh, over in the Ohio area, Glenn Galt, that had a similar business, and uh, he was very successful. He was a second generation, and his son was third generation. They did a lot of racing, but they uh, their business got so successful they had to scale back a little bit. All right, I ask you the best part of racing, other than the time and the money, what's the toughest part? Um, I would have to say those, uh, just the bad moments at the racetrack, um, you know, when you have to, you have a, a great night going and whether it be, you know, yourself, mechanical, somebody else, um, you know, and just don't get the, the finish or a bad wreck or something like that. Um, there's just kind of nothing worse than, than that part. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Travis Fisher driver of late model number eight and if you uh, you'll be looking to see him he'll be at jennerstown this year now will this be uh pick and choose or are you planning on running on a regular basis um no it's going to be a pick and choose type uh, season for us this year um kind of like you mentioned before with the, the family business you know we've had to, to scale back um on our uh, racing adventures, you know, to focus more on the business side of things. But um, we do have uh, six shows p- uh, scheduled so far and hopes to run in somewhere around the, the 10 show mark um, if everything works out. Well, I looked on the Plum Air webpage and looks like you have a fleet of vans there. So from one van to a fleet, you folks must be doing something right. And I compliment <laughs> you on that. Uh, in all your racing, what would be your most memorable event um i mean there's been a handful but one that kind of uh, really jump-started everything in my opinion on our late model career was winning the asa late model title up at shangri-la 2 in new york um that was the first time on you know a bigger track and you know having a lot of success there that season and uh, kind of propelled us into doing a little bit more traveling and getting more uh you know aggressive with different things and trying to just you know run against better competition um and just getting better as a a team and a driver that's pretty impressive all right how about the most embarrassing moment something you would like to forget about (laughs) Uh, i'm not sure that's a tough one um maybe you're good enough you didn't have one (laughs) oh no i've had plenty um (laughs) but definitely uh you know, just probably making a, a bonehead move on the track. You know, we just kind of wish he could take back, you know, whether it be getting into a guy or, you know, a friend, something like that. And um, just wishing you had that corner back uh, to not do that. Everybody's done that. Uh, <laughs> how did you pick your car number? Was that dad's number? Um, that was his number when he first started, yes. Good. Good. Um, now, uh, this doesn't happen by accident. Uh, in addition to Plum Air, are there other sponsors that we can talk about? No, that's pretty much it. 
Okay. And how about your pit crew, the guys that uh, do all the work to get you out there? Yeah, so uh, my crew chief, Gary, um, and then, of course, uh, my dad, my grandfather. Um, they're, you know, the two backbones, of course. Um, and then we definitely have a good good amount of crew members, uh, Wade, Dale, um, Jimmy, uh, Walker. Um, I know I'm forgetting people here, of course, but um, that, that's the main group of guys. Okay. Well, uh, we're coming up on a commercial break. Any closing thoughts? Anyone else you would like to thank? Um, just, you know, family, especially my wife, Brittany. Um, she puts up with the most, for sure, as far as, uh, you know, losing some family time and, and you know, letting me be uh, devoted and put the time in that I need to be successful. I've said it so many times, people were tired of hearing it. Whether it's the wife, the mom, the sister, the girlfriend, the lady that's involved with the team makes a lot of sacrifices, and if they're on board, you're going to be fine. If they're not, big problems are coming. Well, Travis, I'm looking forward to your debut at uh, Jennerstein. Hopefully, uh, maybe the Motor Mountain Masters would be one that should be on your schedule. Uh, I'm really glad you took the time to be with us, and I thank you. Absolutely, and thank you for having me, and definitely looking forward to getting on the track. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed LeBoo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. 
By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, fans, joining us now is Tyler Harris, the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Tyler, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, Don. Uh, how are you? Very good. Sprint Speed Week's coming to Pittsburgh. Let's talk about it. Yeah, how about that, huh? Uh, just a crazy turn of events where, you know, it looked like uh, Western Pennsylvania Sprint Car Speed Week was going to follow the same schedule that they had established last year as they made their comeback tour in 2021. Uh, and, and it looked like it was going to be a lot of the same until, unfortunately, Thunder Mountain had come out and dis- disposed that they, they would not disclose, rather, that they would not be having a season this year. And uh, that opened up the Thursday night show, and I reached out to Matt Miley and uh, let him know that what was going on and just to see if there was any interest. And uh, sure enough, uh, not before long, Matt and Tyler Beekner, the promoter of Western PA Sprint Speed Week, got to talking and they came to an agreement and came to a deal, and sure enough, it's going to go. It's going to bring another 410 Sprint Car Show to Third Monster Half Mile on June 2nd. It's going to be Thursday, June 2nd. The uh, first show is going to be at Mercer. The second show will be down at, in Mid Imperial for uh, night number two, and then over to Lernerville Speedway for night three, and then so on. So, uh, such an exciting ex- opportunity for us to get to showcase the speeds. If you really think about it, compared to all the tracks there. It's, I would definitely say it's the biggest, maybe Tri-City also being maybe a smaller half mile compared to Pittsburgh, but still a fast track. But I would definitely say that you're going to see some of the fastest speeds all speed week long at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway on that Thursday night show. So um, if, hopefully there's fans that are going to follow the whole tour. That's idealistically what, what the idea is and what the hope is. You know, as the sprint car drivers follow the tour, fans also follow it. But um, if there's one show that you're going to want to mark on your calendar, it's definitely going to be that Thursday night, June 2nd show at Pittsburgh. Tyler Beekner does such a nice job. He's just a great young man, and I'm glad they were able to work things out with uh, Miley Motorsports. That's really good. Um, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Don. <laughs> I understand. Well, if you're, are you done with the sprints, or is there more sprint stuff? Well, it's just it's just good that, uh, that, they, that they got to come together. I know Tyler was starting to get a little bit worried if uh, we could get that filled, and, and obviously it just all kind of came to fruition. So I'm not sure if there's going to be any support divisions being run with that show. That is still to be determined and released. Um, hopefully there is, but if not, that's fine too. Uh, we'll make that determination at a later date, though. Well, speaking of support divisions, I understand there's a new sponsor coming on board down at Pittsburgh. Cheplick Packing Company, yeah, they're they're awesome people, and uh, they decided to jump on board. And uh, actually, it's more than just a it's more than just a, a series sponsorship or division sponsorship. There's actually a mini series being attached to this deal as well, which is really cool. 
So the way that I understand it, we're actually going to have Vince Laboon, who is the guy who not only promotes the Ed Laboon Memorial every season at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, but he's also one of the guys that's responsible for making this all happen. But there is a four-race miniseries for the Hobby Stocks coming up next season. Uh, I believe the grand finale in September is going to be 1,000 to win like it has been for the previous two years. The four show, the three other shows, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be $500 to win. But we'll get more clarification on that whenever I have time to sit down with Vince Laboon for next week's episode and talk to him a little bit more about it. But uh, a great opportunity for our hobby stock drivers that have basically helped build this division into what it is today, which, I mean, anywhere between 16 to 22 cars are, are showing up on a weekly basis. And it's fair to say that the top 10 that show up in uh, points have a chance of winning every single week. Uh, it's exciting. It's fast-paced. It's side-by-side. They're banging fenders. They're in old 1980s Monte Carlos, and it's just everything that there is to love about dirt racing is just nice and wrapped up in that class, in that division. You have people who have been driving, veterans that have been driving for you know, 20 plus years, you have youngsters that are coming up through the ranks like Logan Cattell is jumping into a hobby stock this year. So you have such, and you have women's competitors as well with Carly Kovacs and Chloe Jones, who just competed down at Bristol. It's just such a wonderful division to see a little bit of everything, and it's good hard racing. They put on some of the best shows all year long at Pittsburgh. So, um, and it's it's just great that a company like Cheplik has come on and and jumped on board because they're such wonderful people. They have such a great product, and uh, they offer great service as well. So, um, more information with that to come. But just wanted to give the fans out there the ability to know kind of what's going on, keep them updated with that. We'll have more information on that next week. I first became aware of Cheplik when uh, I spoke with Stephen Shelpman, and they uh, are also involved with his team. So they're close enough to the Speedway. It seems like a perfect match. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I'm excited to learn more about them as the season goes on. I haven't had the opportunity to meet, I believe his name is John, who owns the company. I haven't had the opportunity to meet him yet, but I'm looking forward to, to doing that and getting to work with them a little bit more this upcoming season. What else you got for us? Well, I mean, obviously, the the start date for the season is coming up before we know it. Right, with this being uh, Easter weekend just passing us now, it's it's really starting to look like race season for a lot of the tracks around here. Some of them have been pretty unfortunate with Mother Nature not allowing us to have a couple of nights, but uh, hopefully that kind of diminishes if we can get back to sunny weather, warm weather, and get back out onto the dirt tracks. But as of right now, the test of tune for the April twenty third date is still on. Um, that's, of course, tentative to the weather. And obviously, as I just talked about, it hasn't been very generous to us. When it rains like this, it's so difficult to get on the track and get any work done to it. Ben Miley and his crew have been working tirelessly to try to get this track in shape. But, you know, the weather just hasn't been cooperating. So hopefully we can get it together for that April 23rd test and tune for our drivers to get a chance to get out there before points get started. If not... We will get be ready to go for the April 30th season opener, as we have always always had on the schedule. So, hopefully, that continues and we get a nice, you know, nice weather for that day on the April 30th. But as always, you know, just to stay up to date with all the updates and any cancellations and any closures, make sure to check us out on Facebook if you haven't already by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and you can always follow us on our website as well at ppms.com. I always enjoyed the test and tunes. I gave it the nickname Leaks and Squeaks because 
you know, it's a, whether you're uh, rebuilding your car from the previous year or whether it's a new car, inevitably there's something that might need some attention, and that's the best way to find it. Yeah, you certainly don't want to be doing it on the first night of points championships or points, first night of points rather, because it may not seem like a, a big loss at the time on that first night because you have all season ahead of you. But when it comes down to those last couple of weeks and you're in tight point tight points battles like we've seen last season at Pittsburgh, um, that first week all of a sudden becomes much more important. So yeah, you definitely want to try to get those worked out, and it's nice for tracks like Lernerville to kind of get started in uh, late March. I believe they were trying to start with their tests and tunes because. They opened it up to all their divisions. Any division that wants to come can come. And some people took advantage of that. A lot of people took advantage of that. Uh, people that don't even regularly race at Lernerville got to take advantage of that. So it's nice when other tracks can do that, um, you know, and, and hopefully we can get that 23rd date together. I know Ben and his crew are really, really working tough. We're working long hours and uh, just trying to get that thing turned over. So hopefully we can, hopefully we can get that to come out and come to fruition. I think it was 1980. I was battling with Bud Kunkel for the point championship, and I he beat me by eight points. So what you're saying is very, very important. Well, Tyler, we're coming up on a break. Any closing thoughts? Anything you'd like to add? No, just a lot of big things coming up this season. I shouldn't say no, because I always have something to add, Don. Yes. <laughs> I could talk for hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, just with the season coming up, if you haven't been down to Dirt Sponsor Half Mile in Imperial PA uh, any time recently, I, I just ask that you come on out and give us a give us a chance to put, give you a nice, entertaining evening uh, for the whole family. Uh, and that opening get day, is, again, is on April 30th, Saturday, April 30th. We are a Saturday regular show. Uh, besides the two events in the year that we aren't, which is going to be the Speed Week show in June, and then the night before the Pittsburgher 100, and that's way in September. But we'll talk more about that later. But, yeah, just really excited to get this season started, Dawn, and uh, we're going to do a lot of, uh, hopefully, a lot of improvements to our social media campaign and, and try to do a little bit more and get a little bit more interaction on social media. So make sure to, to check out our Facebook page, like I said earlier, to keep up to date with all of that. And just really excited to get this season started, Dawn. I'm, I'm chomping at the bed, and I can't say it enough. It's just it's just time to get back to the racetrack. Tyler Harris, I thank you. You have a nice evening. I appreciate your time as always, Don. Thank you very much, and thank you for all that you do. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price. And it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com.
Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, listeners, up next on the agenda, we're going to take some time to talk to Brett Uter. Brett, good evening. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me, Don. Before we get started, I was doing some research on your uh, Facebook page, and I have to know, what is Hootie? <laughs> good question. Uh, there's a, as a kid, I uh, played football in high school, and... Um, Many people can't say my last name correctly. They can't say Hutira correctly. So um, when I uh, I made my first play as a sophomore or junior or whatever in, in high school, and the coach said, good play, kid. What's your name? And I said, Brett. And uh, he said, I don't do first names. All right, what's your last name? And I told him Hutira. He said, that's not going to work either. Your new name's Hootie. So uh, it stuck from there. And... Um, uh, all my high school friends and kids in Latrobe that uh, if you see them around, they're going to refer to me as Hootie. So that's, that's me, Hootie. I understand you played high school and college. That's uh, pretty impressive. I saw some of your uh, football pictures, and it looked like you were pretty serious about this. But then you decided to get involved in something even more exciting, was dirt track racing. When did you start racing? Yeah, I started... Um, 2019, I ran uh, two races at the very, very end of the year, um, and then 2020 was a was what I would call my true rookie season. I, I ran a full season in 2020. Um, before that, then I also was, I guess, involved, but not as a driver. I was a crew guy for a few guys for basically my, I guess, my entire life. I have to ask you this because it wasn't on your uniform in football. How'd you pick your number? Well, uh, in high school, I always tried to uh, have a four in my number. I always, that was my favorite number growing up. And when I got to college, they asked me what number I wanted to be, and I told them four. And they said, well, that's not going to work. That's what the star middle linebacker's number is. So <laughs> uh, I got. I got 42 as a freshman uh, and played played there on out with the with the number 42 because I, the kid that was ahead of me was only two years ahead of me and um, by that point I had already played numerous numerous years and numerous games as 42 and just stuck with it. There was no, no sense in changing. Yeah. Well, it's, and I always like to ask that, you know, like uh, Lou Blaney was 10. That was his basketball number. And uh, Dave used the same one. Brad, I saw a beautiful picture of your car. 
but uh, not sure where that was taken. That was recently. Uh, what was that all about? Yeah, so we uh, just finished up our our car here this past weekend. Got our uh, decals done by uh, Dave Brunel at Letters by Brunel, and uh, we had our car out at the Westmoreland Fairgrounds for uh, one of our sponsors, uh, Line X of Troop. They had a booth set up for a uh, outdoor expo for Chico Outdoors. It's a local local nonprofit organization uh, in memory of uh, a local local kid here that passed away at a young age that was real involved with the outdoors. So we uh, went and set up for our, like I said, our sponsor Line X and uh, tried to do some marketing for them and uh, got our car out there and trying to get people involved in racing and put a lot of smiles on a lot of little kids' faces getting their picture taken. So, Well, you did a really smart thing because I know my dealings with uh, Number One Cochrane, uh, so many times I would be on a project with Lynn Geisler having the car there. And that's just smart because Line X is going to remember that. That's a big deal. But a lot of drivers, they'll get a sponsor, they'll get the check, and then they get amnesia. And they don't interact with the sponsors and oftentimes, the sponsor doesn't come back. So that was really smart. And we'll talk about all the other sponsors, and you have a bunch of them. Now, I've, I've, I know I've had you on in the past, but I want to be up to date on this car. Is this a new car, or a new skin? Where are we at on that? Uh, we got new doors, new quarters, uh, and a couple new decking pieces, because we beat the living bejesus out of all those, <laughs> out of them from last year. So, um not a, not a completely new body, but uh, a cleanup of the ones that were bent and mangled. So essentially, we'll, we'll call it a, a 90% new body, same car, uh, but roll, yeah, rolling with the same stuff. We uh, we didn't upgrade or anything. So, well, Are you comfortable with it? Uh, obviously, you're comfortable with it. A uh, little bit about last year. Um, what was the best part of last year? Uh, for sure, the best part was getting our first couple wins and uh, being competitive with in the in the few uh, Penn Ohio touring races that we that we ran. Um, I would say the the best the, the the best night or the 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 most aha night that we had last year was probably other than our first win. I mean, you can't, you'll never forget your first win, but I would say like the we are definitely doing good now was. We ran a Penn Ohio series race and uh, qualified like second or third in our group and ran about 12th all night until we had a tire go flat. And just a real, real confidence booster because the year prior we went and ran our first race there. And I think we finished about 41st out of about 44 cars that showed up. So um, we, we walked away with our tail between our legs in, in 2020. And in 2021, I felt like we had something to hang our hat on and, um, something to build on for this year other than the finances and you have some really good sponsors what's the toughest part about being in dirt track racing finding time uh finding time to be able to to work on work on the car and then also trying to balance working on the car and having a having a home life and and a work life and trying to just be balanced. I mean, I know I know a lot of old racers say that you know they back in the day they didn't they didn't go on vacations and they didn't do a lot of things, but they just raced and 
um, I can understand those things, but at the same time, I also um, I'm not naive to the fact that you know you got to you got to do some other things outside of racing. You got to have a life as well, and uh, you got to you got to keep a job. You know, you got to you got to do those things to keep keep your family and all that stuff ha- uh, happy. Racing isn't everything. It might be a lot, but it's not everything. So, uh, just trying to find that balance to get everything done and then also still have a life. You're a wise man. Now, are you still a project manager at Adv- Advantage Steel and Construction? Yep, yep, that's correct. That's, uh, that's that's still my place of employment, and they're all on board with this crazy lifestyle that I try to live. <laughs> it's, it's funny as far as schedule goes. Uh, I was at a, a situation uh, where I had a uh, Penske shirt on, and a guy said to me, what do you think about Austin Sindrick? I said, I like him. He's some. Oh, I was at the school, the high school where he went to school. And I said, you know, a lot of people think that he just started driving recently. He's been doing it for 13 years. Yeah, and he said he was absent every Friday for 13 years. <laughs> so he could go, he could go racing. <laughs> oh. now That's you, awesome. You mentioned you worked on some other cars. What first prompted you? to get into racing as a helper, crew member, whatever? Oh, I would say I was at the racetrack probably at about two years old. Um, my mom was uh, good friends and neighbors with a guy by the name of Rich Logan that I'm sure a few people know. Um, he he got he was racing street stocks and, and modified at the time, and my dad was helping Rich uh, with, with his street stock and, and modified and then um, my stepdad, uh, John Monaparte, was also well involved in, in dirt track racing. And uh, he was always helping Joe Kelly. So, uh, I mean, I have a lot of connections that, that got me in. And then from there, I just kind of, I guess, grew up in a garage. And for a lot of the times, it was just running around and scraping mud. And about the time I got got to high school i kind of started getting more involved and asking asking questions and wanting to learn learn more and be a part of it well i know rich watched him in victory lane a lot of times and john he's uh, one of the most interesting characters i've ever met some of the things he says or does uh, whether it's tools kitchen or some uh, off the wall comment that he makes at the races he's he's a lot of fun to be around um, you need to you need to get you need to get him his own show. You need to get him with those uh, people out in L.A. or something. Get him his own show. Yeah, I think he'd be successful because you know uh, words can't describe what he's like. You, you have to be around him to really appreciate him. We talked about uh, Linex. Of, oh, before we go to that, now you you live in Latrobe, so I'm guessing you'll be doing a lot of racing at Latrobe Speedway. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're gonna spend the bulk majority of our Saturdays right down the street. Um, I think we're, like I said, about six or eight minutes away from the track, you know, depending on which red lights we hit and which ones we don't. <laughs> um, so, But we'll see other than that. Well, I'd like to get to Lernerville. It's uh, not far down the street from my work, my workplace. My Advantage Steel is a, a frame and construction company, and we're real close by to Lernerville. So I try to get the car to the to the office on Fridays and go straight from work over where I'm about the same distance from my office there to Lernerville on Fridays and we'll see uh, what happens from there. I'd like to 
run some other tour races, some other big races, and kind of expand my horizons and see if we can challenge ourselves a little bit with some different tracks and different surfaces and just try to accumulate some knowledge, I guess. I really like your philosophy. There's real life in addition to racing, and if you balance them out, it'll be a good year. Now, we talked about Linex of Lake Trobe. How about some of your other sponsors? Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, I'm a project manager with Advantage Steel, and uh, the great guys that I've, I work for there stepped up and became a full-time sponsor this year. Um, Pit Stop Pizza and Cafe in Derry here. They're one of the best local pizza shops around. Uh, RJ Seating and Cooling, Mike Gamut Construction, uh, A1 Machine and Gilmore Engineering. They make sure our power plants are always right. Those guys step up and if I have any questions or any needs, they helped me last year to get through a, a spot where we had some some hurt motors and um, stepped up. Uh, Wholesale Transmission does all my transmission work. DJS Swag. Uh, the auto salon, and uh, my dad, Scott Barnhart Electric. I think I, I think I got them all. Letters by Brunel, and then uh, Noah Brunel Racing uh, helps us with our body work. So, I've known uh, Brunel since he first started. He, he was running Enduros. His work is outstanding. It's just incredible how talented Dave is. Well, we're coming up on a commercial break. I'm wondering if you have any closing thoughts, anybody you need to thank or mention. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have to uh, thank my girlfriend, Hunter. She's, she's the, the heartbeat of this team and keeps, uh, keeps us all in line and keeps us going. She does all of our, our vlogs. So uh, if, you, if you want to check her out, she's the cute blonde that uh, records all our races. And um, then all my crew guys, my dad, uh, Carol, Anthony, Luke, Stacy, uh, Shane, Jim, John, Tool, Frank, uh, Jeff, Rich, <clears throat> and uh, everyone else who, who lends a hand. Noah, um, anyone else who helps come over, put a put a wheel cover on, or you know anything that they scrape some mud, anything that they can do for us, and then all of our sponsors like you, like I'd mentioned. So you got a really good pit crew and an excellent uh, list of sponsors there. I want to wish you good luck for the new season and uh, hope you pick up a couple more wins, whether it's at Latrobe or whether you're doing some touring. Uh, I want to thank you again for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me on, and I uh, can't wait to get this season going. Hopefully Mother Nature starts cooperating here in the next few weeks. All right. Let her rip, right? That's right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks, Don. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex.
Race fans, if you're headed to Lernerville on a Friday night and need to fill your cooler, check out our friends at On Point Beer Distributor at 154 Freeport Road in Butler. They're just a 10-minute ride south on 356 to Lernerville Speedway. If you're headed north on 356, it's only 10 minutes from the Speedway. Racers know that there's nothing nicer than a cold beer after the races. If your cooler is empty on the way to the track, please support this veteran-owned local business. On Point Beer is excited to provide Butler and the surrounding areas with great service and even better beer. Stop by and check out this selection at On Point Beer, 154 Freeport Road in Butler. And now back to more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tom Lang. All right, fans, joining us now is Tom Lang. Tom, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Don. It's a pleasure to join you as always. And I feel exactly the same way. Just a couple of weeks ago, you told us about Melanie Salemi landing a new sponsor for her ProMod car. In her first race with the new sponsor, she certainly represented them well. Tell us about it. Yeah, it wasn't long ago that Melanie, her husband John, and John's brother Jim announced their new sponsorship deal with Slice and Ice, a Brooklyn, New York-based pizza chain. Last weekend at the first race of the PDRA season at Gallatin Motorsports Park in Dunn, North Carolina, Melanie and her team made sure that people would see her sponsor's name. Uh, Salemi had made some strong, low 3.6-second runs in pre-race testing, but when it came time to make runs that actually counted for something, Melanie caused a lot of jaws to drop among her fellow competitors in the Pro Boost class. In round one of qualifying, she ran a 3.58, which bettered the national record of 3.59 set by Kurt Stedding at the final race of last season. Melanie wasn't about to rest on her laurels. She bettered that number in each of her next two qualifying runs with a 3.57 in Q2 and finally setting the mark at 3.568 seconds, which held for the number one qualifying spot in a new national record. To illustrate just how dominant her three runs were, the number two qualifier was Todd Tuttero, who was a full five hundredths of a second behind Melanie with a 3.62 second run. On race day, Salemi continued her toward pace with a 3.58 in a first round single and a 3.57 in round two. Unfortunately for Melanie, her opponent, Stan Shelton, was putting together the best race day performance of his career. Shelton had taken out two-time defending NHRA Pro Mod champion Stevie Fast Jackson on a hole shot in round one, and he also drilled Melanie on the starting line in round two, which enabled his slower 360 to get to the finish line ahead of Salemi's 357. So although her performance was record-shattering, it did not result in a visit to the winner's circle. Shelton rode his strong performance and excellent reaction times to a final round appearance, his first in PDRA competition. In that final round, Shelton met number two qualifier Tuttero. Although Shelton again got the jump at the start, his 361 was not enough to hold off King Tut's 3.588 second run at over 212 mile per hour. Now, Todd survived the potential race ending red light in the semifinals against John Camp. Fortunately for Todd, 
Camper had led before he did, which allowed uh, Todd to advance to the final round to meet Shelton. Pedro has earned 21 championships in his legendary career, and winning the first race of the season is a great way to begin his chase for championship number 22. In Pro Nitrous, the man who is breaking competitors' backs for several years now looked like he would continue to do just that. Jim Halsey assumed his customary spot at the top of the qualifying chart, but the race didn't go according to Halsey's expected script. Halsey was spent, sent packing in round one when he and tuner Brandon Schweitzer missed a tune-up, and his car shook the tires, handing the win to Cam Clark. Although Halsey was out of the race, Schweitzer wasn't, as he tuned several cars in the Pro Nitrous class, and he found himself in the final round with another of his customers, Mike Achenbach. Achenbach earned his first ever PDRA win last August at Maple Grove, and he scored win number two at Galat when he knocked off Jay Cox in his popular pumpkin Camaro in the final round. Achenbach got off the line first and was never threatened, cruising to the win with a 3.668 second run at over 260 mile per hour as Cox was forced to lift. Defending extreme pro stock champion Chris Powers started his title defense in fine style as he blasted to a 4.014 second run at almost 179 to take the win over a coasting Justin Kirk. In Outlaw 632, Alan Drinkwater used a better reaction time in a 4.213 second run to earn a whole shot win over Walter Lanigan's quicker 420. Defending world champion Chris Carter-Jones took the win in pro-nitrous motorcycle. Kim Essek drove his gorgeous root beer-colored Mustang to the win in pro-street. Steve Drongowski got the best of fellow Ohio resident Chris Nigeris in elite top sportsman. In top sportsman 48, Doug Crumlick got the win light when Nick Maloney turned on the red light. Steve Furr took top honors in elite top dragster, and in his second final round of the day, Nick Maloney was on the other side of a bad light when he was dead late against Tisha Wilson in the top dragster 48 final. Uh, Bladen Core was your winner in pro junior dragster. Carter Jackson came out on top in the final round of top junior dragster, and the bracket bash was won by Nathan Turner. The PDRA is well known for suffering through bad weather at most of their races. How was their luck at this race? You know, Don, it's kind of funny. The racers joke that PDRA stands for Professional Drought Relief Association because (laughs) rain clouds seem to follow this series around. There was rain during the test session on Thursday and early on Friday before qualifying, but it was dry for Saturday eliminations. And although it was dry, it was cold. Everybody was bundled up as if they were attending a football game in December in Green Bay. But those cool temperatures actually provided some great conditions for performance, as evidenced by all the great elapsed times run during qualifying and eliminations. You know, that cold air just uh, produces more horsepower. So I I guess you can say that the weather was so bad that it was good. 
How did the weather affect the turnout of racers? Uh, not at all, Don. As a matter of fact, there were 336 race cars on the property, and 72 of them in the professional door slammer categories. Uh, there are quite a few Pro Mod series around the country these days, so the racers have a lot of options where to compete. And the fact that they decided to do so with the PDRA tells me something about the strength of the series. Uh, there will be some conflicting dates during the series or the, during the season, so uh, not all of these racers are going to be able to attend all of the races because they are committed to other series from time to time. But like any touring series, the fields will be bolstered by more local and regional racers as the schedule winds its way through the season. But all in all, it was a great start to 2022 for the PDRA. Excellent report. Any closing thoughts? No, Don, that'll cover it for this week. Well, I thank you. You have a nice evening. Yeah, you do the same. Thanks. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities.
And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now on Rapping on Racing is a driver out of McDonald, Pennsylvania. He drives the Gem Solutions, LG Flooring, Snatchco, Concrete, and Construction, TNR Racing number 26T. It is Cody Tokarski. Cody, welcome to Rapping on Racing. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Not a problem at all. It's been fun to watch your progress through last season. Uh, so w- before we even get diving into last season, let's go ahead and talk about Cody a little bit. Let's talk about you so that the listeners can kind of get to know you a little bit. Uh, so w- what kind of got you all started into racing and how long have you been doing it? Yeah, so um, Mike Tropek was racing the, the year before and um my stepdad, Perry, happens to be really good friends with Mike, and um, he said, hey, do you want to come to a couple races with me? And I said, sure. We went out a couple times, and uh, we just honestly both got hooked. Um, <laughs> so watching Mike out there and watching everybody, it was really cool. We knew a lot of people out there. Uh, we're from McDonald, and we can pretty much hear the track from our house, but we haven't gone in a long time. And uh, just going back out there, it was really cool. And then I came across a good deal on a car and just really couldn't pass it up. Yeah. So how long have you been doing it? Was last season your first season, I believe? Yes. Okay. Just wanted to confirm that because uh, interestingly enough, you got nominated for Cavalcade Western Pennsylvania Rookie of the Year Award. Uh, and that is an award that is presented by the audio uh, by the Area Auto Racing News columnist and Western, Pen- Western Pennsylvania announcing legend Walt Weimer. So uh, you must have done something right in that first season of racing. Wow. Yeah, I honestly actually didn't know that. So there you go. You got got to learn something new every once in a while. I got to keep you on your toes. (laughs) Right. Thanks. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you were nominated. And uh, but let's like again, we'll we'll talk about your 2021 season uh, in just a little bit. We'll continue to get to know you a little bit Monday through Friday. What's your work life look like? What do you do for work? I work at a company called SPSI. It's uh, Specialized Professional Services. Uh, We're a hazmat contractor out of Washington, Pennsylvania. Um, we deal a lot in the natural gas industry, the steel mill industry, and the railroad industry, just taking care of any ha- hazardous chemicals, essentially. Cool. And then uh, you got two kids, I believe? Yeah, I have two kids. Reagan, she's almost five, and Wyatt, he's almost two. Wow, wow. And how old are you? I'm, I'll be 30 in a month. Me and me both. Oh, okay, so you're 30 in a month. I'll be 30 in November, so we're about the same age. You tower, yeah. though. You're like 6'7", aren't you? I'm 6'5", I'm a 6'6", six, six, yeah. <laughs> One day I saw you get out of the car. I think that's actually the first time I ever got to see you like in person beside your car on the track. I It was during audio autograph night last season, and you okay. got out of your car, and I just looked at you, and I was like, holy cow, look, look at this ham hawk coming out of this car, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's only uh, I've only seen one person fit in their car, you know, just like me and that's Casey Grumlin so (laughs) we're very similar (laughs) (laughs) so let's go ahead and jump into your last season 2021 your rookie season Uh, you finished eighth in points in arguably the most competitive division uh, at Pittsburgh you managed one top 10 finish I believe and that was seventh is that correct um yeah I I believe so seventh um yeah okay and I think I think I think you may have finished top 10 maybe once or twice more, but I know your top finish was seventh. So, yeah. So I think seventh was me. I had, um, I had Devin Jones run my car one time for me and I believe he got sixth actually. So okay. but I did get seventh, correct. 
Uh, so, I mean, most importantly, too, as the season progressed, you began showing a lot of consistency with your progress as far as like the in-car performance went. How do you feel your 2021 went? Did you achieve what you set out to do or do you feel you left some things on the table that you really want to, you know, make sure you clean up in 2022? <laughs> I feel like I uh, I hit all the markers. Um, you know, I had a top 10 finish. I had a really good season. I learned a lot. I crashed. <laughs> couple times you know i had to get taken off in the ambulance once so um that's about the only thing i don't want to do again uh other than that it's uh i feel like all last season we were just learning um you know we had a lot of teams out there that were really helping us and uh just figuring it out week to week but it's definitely a learning curve so as far as in-car performance, do you feel you, you obviously with more seat time that you kind of grew more comfortable and you kind of got used to how not only the car handles, but, you know, how to drive the track as well? Because it's it, it look, may look easy, a big half mile track, but it takes a little bit of finesse as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you look, I had a GoPro on most of the time. And I know if you look at my first race, um, I look like a grandma out there, uh, but it was just, it was difficult pulling on the track for the first time. I was like, how does anybody even see in all this dust, you know? And then by the end of it, it it's just, you feel like, you feel like Batman because you're just <laughs> driving in the dark sometimes out of PPMS. <laughs> and the worst part too, is going back to when you say crashing and not wanting to do that. The worst part about PPMS is it's so large when you do crash, typically there's no soft impact. It, it, it's going to hurt. And uh, unfortunately you, you got to learn that fairly quickly. Yeah, especially when you're 6'5", uh, jammed in that car, you know what I mean? Uh, I hit off of a couple of different things, but, you know, uh, all the safety measures were in place. So, man, I mean, it was uh, it was a bad crash, uh, you know, and luckily it was the last race of the season, so... Listeners, if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Cody Tokarski, driver of the number 26T Hobby Stock at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Cody, whenever, you know, you got out of the car and now you're in the pits on a regular basis, you know, coming out of your heat races and then going into your feature, you got to make some adjustments if possible. And then throughout the week in the garage, you got to do the same thing. You got to make your adjustments that as you learn, you're making things different. Did you find that get easier throughout the season or is that still something that you're looking to really focus on and improve on for next season? I think the biggest thing I want to improve on is uh, actually writing things down, um, you know, because a lot of guys go out there, they got their notebook, they write down what the track conditions were and then their tire pressures, things like that. And when they're coming in, you know, when I was coming in my third or fourth race, I was just more excited than anything. And uh, but learning from all these guys and learning what to do when this track is this way and the track is that way and from the heat race to the feature, um, that's definitely something we need to work on, but it's also really hard. It's hard to find people to come out and help uh, at the track specifically because my main crew chief midway through the season bought a car and um, now is out there with me. So that's definitely a struggle too. And who is that? Perry Rummel. He's, he, he, um, he bought what would be Josh Langer's old car and he ran it for – races last year we had a mechanical issue with the motor but he'll definitely be out there all year this year and is that the uh you, you talk about tnr racing and i, I presume that's 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 it that tukarski and uh in rummel racing is that correct yeah correct he drives the 94r 94r and that's your stepfather correct Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, he essentially got me into it. And then uh, I just don't think he wanted to sit on the sidelines anymore. And, and, and he found a good deal on a car too. And it was, uh, 
it's just too good to pass up and now we're both out there so it was a really big jump from one car to two over the course of a year and now you know we have a garage now that we rent from a fellow racer and uh you know just over one year we've had we've had a lot of growth for sure and that one racer, actually, interestingly enough, we see a couple times at Pittsburgh throughout the season. That's Zach Kane. He's a driver in the Rush Lay Model division. So how did you get to know Zach? Yeah, so we I know Zach a lot through work. Uh, being he owns Kane's Ideal Trucking. We take our trucks there a lot to get inspected and things like that. Um, and then we started seeing him at the track and racing and just helping him and whatnot. And he was always giving us advice and things, too. And he happened to have a garage that – he bought on some property and he rents it out to us and i mean he's way more than helpful um pretty much everybody in the racing scene i haven't had like one bad ex- many bad experiences with anybody but uh everyone's super helpful even the guys that are blowing my doors off in the hobby stock division like i mean they're just giving me everything you know it's tough. It's as I said. It's one of the it's one of the arguably the most um, competitive division in, in racing at Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, any given night, anybody in that top ten of points could easily, and, and even further back, uh, can easily pull off a win at any given t- night. So it's it's really difficult. It's very competitive uh, in all the racing. Typically, you're fender to fender with with your drivers, you know, fellow drivers out there, and you guys kind of kind of watch each, uh, watch out for each other, not only off the track but on the track as well. Because I mean, at the end of the day, the goal is to be able to go back into work on monday yeah for sure for sure and i I think honestly the coolest experience out there so far was was um you know danny rich is like a legend out at ppms but he helped me essentially rebuild that car and then getting to run with him he ran uh you know carly kovach's car a couple times last year and uh getting to run like side by side with him and him just uh telling me you know how fun it was like that was a real that was a really cool experience out there would you say that's your most memorable thing from 2021 season? I, I would. I mean, that was definitely really cool. Um, I, I honestly think my most memorable thing is just the times that the car actually felt really good. And I could tell that I was doing something better. You know, when I was improving, anytime I'm improving, I really feel like that was just like the best moments when I would get the car to roll over right and, uh, you know, not be spinning around every every lap. So, Fans, if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Cody Tokarski, driver of the number 2060 hobby stock at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. We're going to go ahead and quick, uh, quickly jump over to a commercial break here. When we finish up with that commercial break, we're going to come back with the remainder of this interview. This portion of today's program is brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. 
Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th Annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed LeBoo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, PowerTech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. Welcome back to Wrapping on Racing listeners. We are in the middle of an interview with Cody Tokarski, driver of the number 26T hobby stock at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Cody hails from McDonald, Pennsylvania. Cody, we were just talking about uh, your previous season, how things went, some of your favorite memories and stuff like that. One question I didn't really get the chance to ask you yet that I've been meaning to ask you is, what's the most valuable thing that you learned last season? The most valuable thing I learned, um, honestly, I didn't know how much tire pressure had to do with some things. Um, you know, it, it, uh, there's just so much, man. I mean, honestly, a lot of these guys coming into racing, right? There's, there's a couple big families that have been doing it for so long that some of this stuff was second nature to them. Um, Harry and I come from drag racing. Uh, he, he worked on drag cars a lot and uh, it's just like a thousand times different. Right. So we didn't really know anything. And, um, I think pretty much everything I learned was valuable in a sense, but um, then again, definitely not having a heavy foot. <laughs> I learned that a lot of times spinning around out there. Yeah. Like I said earlier, it does take finesse. Um, when that track starts to slick up and, and starts to get a little bit in the black, there's some nights where that doesn't happen surprisingly. And I say that surprisingly because you think on a big half mile like that, it, it should happen fairly much every night, especially with a lot of tracks in the Western PA area that you watch in almost any track, honestly, in America, uh, it, it tends to happen, but sometimes it doesn't necessarily always happen at Pittsburgh. So do you feel like sometimes you just don't know what you're going to get when you go out for the, for the feature? Like typically you're going to have an idea, but, um, 
um, you know, if they do a little bit of track prep in between features, suddenly you got a little bit of a different setup ahead of you or should have had a little bit of a different setup ahead of you. And you're going out expecting one thing and now you got something a little bit different. Yeah, for sure. Um, and in those times, uh, like a lot of the times, um, you know, maybe pro stocks will go before us and things like that. And, uh, I'll just ask some guys and see what they think. Uh, you know, Brian Hutchko, he's helped me a lot through this whole season and, um, he runs the track in out there, right. He does the track prep. So like he knows all about it and, um, I'll ask him what he thinks. He'll give me some advice. And, uh, because to me, you know, I, I don't know quite yet exactly what to do when it's slick or when it's not. Sometimes at the beginning I was just running the same from the heat to the feature. And, uh, you know, I learned very quickly that you have to, you have to adapt and change. I think as we've spoke over this past uh, 10, 15 minutes or so now, we've we've gotten to talk a lot about, you know, things that you look to improve on next season. Uh, but, you know, when you talk about goals, you think about like what the season's coming up ahead and maybe you think to yourself some things that you'd like to accomplish over the next season. Uh, what would you say some of your goals are for the 2022 season coming up? I 100% want to get into the top five. I mean, those guys, it's, it's very hard in our division, the top five guys, uh, you know, with the McGills and Sheldon and Bernard and all those guys, um, it's very hard to jump into that top five for sure uh, because those guys have been doing it for a long time and they're just really good. Um, but that's that's definitely probably my biggest goal over this season. And you say guys, and that's and I know that it's so instinctual because it's it's a grouping word more so than just a literal meaning of guys. But right. the women who compete compete in that division are always there too. You talk about Kayla McManus, you talk about yeah. Chloe Jones, you talk about Carly Kovacs. Uh, it, it's amazing the diversity in that class. You talk about youngsters like Logan Catellus jumping into a hobby stock next season. You talk about For the sure. women who compete in that division. You talk about kids, or I say kids, you know, sparingly. Uh, cause I like to consider myself kids sometimes still uh, in this right. age group, but, um, people in the middle aged area, um, younger generation, and then you got, uh, people in the older generation who, you know, like Danny Rich, you spoke of earlier, who, who are still going out there and cranking laps, uh, right. the diversity in that division is incredible. What's it like to be a part of that? You know, it's just really cool, honestly, because, um, you know, you go out and you, you, you talk to someone like Danny Rich and he's got this type of knowledge. Then you talk to Kayla McManus and she has this type of knowledge, you know, and, and Arlie and they all just, everyone has something different. So it's just all what you, not what you can take from them, but what you can learn from them. And I truly, I just, I can't thank everybody enough because uh, I feel like I came in there and no one really knew me, you know, but I just started making friends with some people and um, definitely got some good knowledge out of everybody. And last, but perhaps most importantly, the uh, announcement of a new division sponsor coming up for this season, Cheplik Packing, and uh, a pretty big announcement when it comes to the mini series for you hobby stock drivers. It looks like four races, I believe three of which, and I'm going to get more information on this um, in the upcoming weeks, uh, and I'm sure as the season goes on, it'll be fun to watch, but I believe three races will be 500 to win, and then that final 1,000 to win race in September, which is this will be, I believe, the third running of that event. Um, what's it like to have a sponsor like Cheplik come on board and, and give you drivers, you know, almost pr pretty much for the most part, reward you drivers for providing excellent racing over the past few years and building a division that went from essentially a few cars every night or every week to now 16 to 22 cars on a weekly basis. Yeah. So for one, I'll say that 
I'm not even hyping them up just because they're now our lead sponsor, but Cheflick Packing has the best stakes around. Um, you know, I know for our big race last year, you know, we all won something and I really needed a tire at the time, <laughs> but uh, I, I won the stakes from Cheflick Packing and I was not disappointed. Um, but it's definitely cool. Uh, you know, those little mini races like that 500th win, like just gives us more initiative and, sport that is slowly becoming super expensive um but it just uh it, it definitely feels like someone cares enough to sponsor us like that so that's really cool yeah it was sad to lose priority equipment rental um and the and the reason for that was just because they simply got bought out by a, a larger company and that was that was pretty much how that all went down but for uh john Cheplak to jump in and 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 support the way he has um it's gonna be it's gonna make for a very exciting not only four races just but for an exciting season it, and sure. I, i've i've heard i've never gotten the chance to meet john yet and i look forward to working with him through this season but um excellent product from what i understand and um, everyone has, has been happy super busy with easter coming up this this past weekend was easter weekend so um right. you know but uh it's great to have a new sponsor on board and um you know help out you drivers especially like you said with the supply issues and the and the financial implications that racing now has unfortunately this season um you know you personally you were mentioning a little bit too just how the supply issues and the costs are just kind of becoming really difficult um you know uh, hopefully we can kind of stay ahead of it yeah for sure i mean it's definitely uh, it's our second season so i mean um we don't know exactly how much things were before if, on everything but it just made it really tough you know the first year i had a lot of cost and just getting uh safety equipment and things like that and then obviously i wrecked my car at the end of last year so now we had a lot of rebuilding to do over the winter and none of the supply issues really made it made it easy on us so you're saying the car's ready to go though for the upcoming weeks here it looks like this weekend coming up we got our test and tune hopefully scheduled uh weather pending and if not uh, april 30th is the season opener cars ready to go and you're ready to go yeah everything's ready to go so before last uh, the first year we put a new body on the car i did not put a new body on the car this year so i think uh that might have a you know i might not be as afraid this year to do a little little bumping and grinding but uh we're definitely ready to go and uh, i'm excited and waiting for it arguably one of the most exciting divisions of racing at pittsburgh's pennsylvania motor speedway dirt's monster half mile are the hobby stocks at cheplick pass packing hobby stocks and cody you look to make some great improvements on an already successful previous season and hopefully you can do that and we'll be excited to watch your progress through the rest of the year uh any closing thoughts anybody that you would like to thank on top of your sponsors for uh making this all happen because it, it takes more than just you to make this all happen yeah, so like I, like you said earlier, uh, I'd like to thank my sponsors, Gem Solutions, LG Flooring, and Snatchgo Concrete and Construction. Um, all the guys out there that helped out, like I said, Brian Hutchka, Danny Rich, um, Sheldon, Catellis, everyone has really had a big impact on me. But most of all, I'd like to thank my stepdad, Perry Rommel, because, man, I wouldn't be in it if he didn't get me into it. Um, and same with Mike Trobeck and Rick, Rick Hours. Uh, you know, we wouldn't have been out there if it wasn't for them. Yeah, that turn two crew back there in the infield, always pitting together right. you, yourself, Rick, Perry, and uh, and Mike. So it's going to be exciting to watch you guys and c come back around that little corner every every week. So yeah, for sure. And I'd be remiss real quickly if I didn't touch on your podcast that you actually have with <laughs> I believe one of your sponsors, Snatchco Concrete and Construction. Uh, but uh, I believe it's called Anything Is Anything. 
Yeah, anything's anything, man. We uh, I, I thought about making a racing podcast, but but rapping on racing does way too well. So uh, we just have a, a small little podcast, uh, you know, and we just talk about life and, and essentially our thoughts. And uh, so if you want to check it out, anything's anything. And where's that available at? It's pretty much available on anything, Spotify, Apple Music, um, my Facebook page. Spotify is probably the biggest one. Do fans have an option to uh, check out your uh, racing? Do you have a racing page set up? We do. We have a Facebook racing page, TNR Racing. Um, the, the, you know, we post on with both cars, so mine and Perry's car. And that's capital T, lowercase n, capital R Racing, correct? Yes, sir. All right. That sounds great. Well, Cody, we appreciate your time this evening. Thank you very much. We look forward to seeing your progress for the 2022 season. And uh, good luck out there. Be safe. Don't uh, have too many huge crashes because uh, unfortunately, right, right. we really can't afford it anymore. No, uh, ladies and right. gentlemen, this was Cody Kukarski, driver of the number 2060 hobby stock at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Back with more Rapping on Racing just after this. Thanks. This portion of today's program was brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA 15220. For additional information, Call 412-922-8988. Thanks for tuning in to Rapid on Racing. I'm Lenny Baticki. Coming up next, a recording we did for PRN's At The Track. Check it out. Show your relentless passion for grassroots racing with a PRN's At The Track hoodie or t-shirt. Available now at ljdesigns.net. Welcome back to PRN's At The Track. Joining us now on the ProFabrication.com hotline, Farmer City Raceway track champion, and I believe I'm correct about this, I saw the reports, the first female to ever end up in victory lane as a driver winning at Bristol Motor Speedway, Megan Irwin on the uh, ProFab hotline. Let's start with uh, Farmer City and really just all of last year. Your program has really come on. What'd you change, breakfast cereal or what? 
I might have changed cereal a little bit. Um, but I think what really happened was our team, we really just stepped up and we, we just started working together a lot better. We began engaging with Mike Allsop, Chevrolet Buick, and he now owns the car and helps us really make the big changes to the cars that we need to go from Southern Racing to Illinois Racing. And he really helps us get the car on the track every week. Well, Megan Irwin on the ProFabrication.com hotline, Farmer City track champion in Farmer City, Illinois. Winner at uh, Bristol just a couple of weeks ago on the big high banks there and such. But uh, when when you got the team together and, and you know, you're, you're saying, you know, from what I could understand, the chemistry got better. Was it something like you all went bowling one night and, you know, had a good time or worked uh, on an engine and a chassis one night or something? What was, do you think, the bonding moment that uh, brought everybody together? Um, so like all of us are like somewhat in the same area, um, in terms of location of where we live and stuff. Um, so we all have known each other for years. Um, but this is like last year, last year was like the first solid time, like year that we were as a team. I feel like, like we didn't really have that term team used much. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we've, I mean, we, visit each other's uh garages and we we help each other on each other's cars um but yeah i feel like it's just we've gotten closer through just working on the car we have team meetings um so we really just hang out more and get to know each other yeah yeah it really seems to uh, have mattered in a good way with all the good things that happened to you uh you know really beginning at the end of 2020 what, uh, what race stands out in your mind from uh, last year? We're on the ProFabrication.com hotline with uh, Megan Irwin, the track champion at Farmer City Raceway. And speaking of ProFabrication, headers, exhaust, all the parts and pieces that go with it, just a click of a mouse away at ProFabrication.com. What, what race kind of sticks out in your mind from the uh, season at Farmer City that uh, I don't win or lose? What, what was What's the big story? So I think the one that really set the tone for 2021 would have been uh, winning the Illini 100 race. I mean, I wasn't in the late model race, you know, but I was in the street stock race that night and we still had a special. It was cool that that was the first night of the year and I went out and I won and that kind of just set the tone to keep winning throughout the season. Wow. Megan Irwin on the ProFabrication.com hotline chatting about her championship season at Farmer City last year and uh, first championship, if I recall correctly. Am I right? Yes, this would be my first championship in cars altogether. What was that like in the off season? having now you walk into Allsop or any sponsor or just around town and you really not just a one, two race wonder. Now you're a season long champion. How, how's the difference feel? Um, I feel like I've like earned a little bit more respect from people uh, with last year's season, um, like at the track, at the shop um, in general. And um, it just, it helps show to everybody that I may be a girl in a boy sport, but I'm here to compete and I'm just as good as the rest of them. She really, really is. Uh, I'll tell you, don't sleep on Megan Irwin's uh, racing abilities. Uh, we're on the line with a real driver, and she gets it done. We're on the ProFabrication.com hotline. So let's shift over to uh, a track probably uh, all of our listeners have heard of. 
Bristol Motor Speedway, the big high banks, 18, 19, 20 degrees uh, on the dirt surface this year. What was it, it like uh, just getting that victory? And I know, you know, there's some circumstances behind it and all, but just, you know, pulling up there in victory lane and, and you're you're the winner. What's that like? I mean, it was I mean, it was a little bit of a different experience for me. All the other winners got to just drive right up to Victory Lane right after the race, and they had that experience. But for me, I sat through what seemed like two hours of tech, um, and then finally found out that I was the only one legal in tech, so it was a great experience. I mean, I had a lot of time to sit there and think about it and think about the experience and what it's like to go up there. So um, I didn't get to live in the moment exactly like I wanted, but I mean, just being on the stage and being in winter circle at Bristol Motor Speedway, it's something that it took me a week to even realize that it actually happened <laughs> and to come to terms with. So, uh, yeah, just last week I have realized that it's a real thing and it really did happen. Megan Irwin did get that uh, big win at Bristol Motor Speedway and you really followed it up all week. You were top three and such. Uh, I remember the night I was there on, on the Thursday and, uh, you know, it was like a green-white checker uh, finish, and, mm -hmm. and you had to go down into one, and uh, things got a little bit uh, tense. You ended up uh, second or third at, at the end of it, but what what was racing those Southern guys, those Southern-style drivers like, and, uh, you know, from your perspective? Yeah, so that last night, I led the whole race. It was it was just a great race, and then they, I was coming for the checkered, and a yellow came out, so they went to a green-white checkered, uh, but I think I ended up second, uh, can't remember, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, um, yeah, it was, he came into, we came into turn one, I believe, and I'm not, I left a little bit too big of a gap and he went lower than me and we made contact coming out of two, but, um, it wasn't anything that anybody from Illinois wouldn't do. Um, it was probably less than what a lot of the drivers in Illinois would have done. Um, <laughs> he just, he came off the track. Um, he did his interview and I heard his interview in which he apologized for the move he made. And then, um, he also came to tech and shook my hand and apologized. And I just, if he's listening, I want him to know that there's no hard feelings because, Literally anybody in Illinois would have raced me way harder, and that's just for a local night. That's not even at Bristol. So, <laughs> Megan, we no got no hard feelings. No hard feelings. We got to leave it there. But amazing to watch, Megan Irwin, Farmer City Track Champion, Bristol winner. Thanks for joining us, fans. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Proudly presented Rapping on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rapping on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all, stand on it.